Hello, everybody, and welcome to Insane Rhetoric. We are so happy you decided to come and join us today. We have a great topic for you today, and we know you will love it as much as we do. So come on in and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. What up, Insane Rhetoric? What up, Insane Rhetoric? What up, Insane Rhetoric? You know what it is. The world is upside down. We're trying to make it right side up in the new year. This is getting hard and hard and hard. People are just flat out crazy, man. I ain't no bones about it. I make no bones about it. No apologies. The people out here just crazy. They don't want nothing to work. I don't know what's wrong with these folks. It must be in the water. What's going on, sister? What's good? I don't know. I don't know either. Shoot. Good morning, y'all. A, a big ball of not knowing. Everybody ignorant these days. You got a few, a few smart people in the in the world with a whole lot of ignorance. Good morning, y'all. Mm. I I can't. How y'all doing out there? Ooh. You like you remember the boondocks? I can't stand these ignorant niggas, Huey. That that's what Dr. King said, y'all, on the Boondocks. They had an episode about um, Dr. King coming back to life. He was in cryogenics. <laughs> okay. You, Dr. King, don't act like that, Dr. King. I'm giving I'm a shout out to my uncle thing. today, y'all. My uncle is 80 years old today. Shout out Happy to Big birthday, Unk. Uncle. Shout out to Big Unk, 80 years old. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. And 80, 80 years old. That's a it's an accomplishment and it's a blessing. Yeah. So. So. So what are we doing? Are we going to see Uncle today? I got class today. Taking pause that. Uncle, 80 mm-hmm. years old. You can do the class at, 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 at Uncle's birthday. <laughs> I'll probably show them how to put his leg up on the shoulder. <laughs> anyway, I love you, Uncle. I'm trying to make it to the birthday party, okay? I don't know if I can make it, but I'm trying to make it to the birthday party. She going to beat her up. She going to make it happen. Okay. So we got we to gotta be there. Insane rhetoric says happy birthday to Uncle Uncle Joe at 80 years old. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> Okay. Y'all list. Okay. So we okay, so update, update, update. 
um, Demar Hamlin. Yes. They have removed. Okay, for those of you who are like me, don't really watch football, don't care about football, don't listen to football news, turn the TV and cringe whenever TV football is on, except when the Bengals are playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm watching it. Okay, listen. So he plays for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And the other night in New York, they were playing. They, they, they were they, playing the Bengals. They were playing your team, Cincinnati. They was playing the Bengals. That's, this is why I know what was going on. <laughs> I only watched Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. So they was playing the Bengals and DeMar Hamlin had a heart attack in mid-play. Like they so they rooted a heart attack? I didn't yeah. see that part. They rooted a heart attack. Yeah. See, I keep up with football better than you. Hey, well, listen, I mean, I've been watching football all my life, so sometimes I just don't care what happens. They ain't paying oh, okay. me, so I don't. <laughs> so, anyway, he had a heart attack. He been in critical condition quite a bit. They had a breathing tube and everything for him. Yeah, well, man. they removed the breathing tube. Well, that's good. And because the last time I heard, like I say, when he was on the field, they say he didn't have no heart rhythm for 10 minutes. That's yeah. clinically dead after five minutes. That brain is lack of oxygen. That ain't no good sign. So for him to turn around like that is such a blessing to have some of that stuff come off so far, you know, and hopefully he just increasingly gets better. But right now, he has the best character. When you're talking about the NFL, uh, they're going to make sure you're right, especially when they're paying you all that money. They're going to they gonna do whatever they got to do to get them back to get them back to par. But that might be something different that they're going to need to look at, though. Well, they say his brain function is still intact. Well, that's good. And he's been able to talk to his family, his teammates, you know, via FaceTime, um, and, you know, his care team. Right. So. <sighs> that's good. That's, that's like, I mean, that's a real blessing, you know what I'm saying? So because for something like that to happen on the field, you uh you don't you don't want to see that at all and then anybody it don't matter who it is i mean that's a that's a rough game you know what i'm saying with you have the intention to go out and put your body and mind on the line night after night knowing if you in one of those positions you either defending or you going to get hit intentionally every time quarterbacks you're going to get hit running backs Wide receivers, they put they they body on the line because anytime they come off that line of scrimmage, we know if you a top flight player, we're aiming for you. So I mean, to even have that mental capacity is is something different. So you know, prayers go out to you know Demar Hamlin because man, that I seen I seen that highlight and that was when he took the hit. When he hit the person, it didn't seem like it was that much contact. But then, like somebody explained to me, when the other defender fell on him, that might have been what did it. You know, mm. you know. So I mean, but pff, I don't know. 
Yeah. He he's still in critical condition, but he he came to the um team meeting and on FaceTime. Oh, okay. And he was like, "Love you, boys." Well, that's good. Listen, anytime you got speech. <laughs> You're breathing on your own because for a while they say that he was on a ventilator, you know, and anytime you're on a ventilator, that ain't no good sign. But for them to remove him for the ventilator and then take the tube out and then you you're engaged and you you have cognitive thought. I mean, that you're doing good because it didn't have to be that way. So that's 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 a plus. Yeah. So. But in other news. <laughs> okay, so Twitter is all a Twitter. Twitter is all a Twitter. Get it? Did y'all get mm -hmm. it? Oh, okay, yeah, y'all got it. Twitter all a Twitter though. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter is all a Twitter because, well, Skip Bayless. Oh, Skipper, the Skipster. Yeah. What did he say in this situation is what I'm interested in hearing. I pretty much know, but I'm interested in hearing what did he say. Probably some retarded. Hmm. So this is what he tweeted, y'all. During during the incident, like in the heat of the moment, this is what he tweeted. Skip Bayless tweeted. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Like I said, some retarded. You ain't giving a care about the person laying on the field. You know what I'm saying? You worried about the schedule of the game so you can keep commenting, doing your commentation and making your money. But like I say, I'm going to put another spin on it like just like I do. Let that would have been a white boy laying on the field. You wouldn't have said nothing like that. I'm just saying. Just last year, we fired what? Uh, not we, but they fired fired like three major head coaches for racism. So, so here's the deal. I just read that tweet. Okay, y'all. I know I always be teasing that I'm the white person on the panel. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> but I just read that tweet. This is why I find it offensive because I don't find it offensive really that much. I find it offensive a little bit. Let me tell you what I find offensive. What I find offensive is if you were going to tweet something, it shouldn't have been anything but something to the effect of man i hope he's okay like please let him be okay 
the end. So what he tweeted was, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? So I translate that in my head. They probably going, oh my God, oh my God, this happened, this happened. They're probably going to say we need to, you know, in postpone the rest of the game. Ooh, how are they going to do that? Okay, that's what I heard. Hold on. Oh, just hear me out. The next part, this late in the season, this is a, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome. Okay, so, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. This boy just, oh my, oh, I hope he's okay. Oh, they're going to probably have to end the game. Ooh, wonder how they're going to do that because it's so late in the season. And this is a, I mean, this is a, this is an integral part of what happens with who's going to go to the Super Bowl and they don't have an outcome. So what are they going to do? Then he said, okay, (laughs) then he said, these are his words, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. So he was, he was saying they probably going to have to end the game. This boy done fell out. They done probably have to end the game. They got the, they got the, you know, it's going to be a hard decision on how to, how to move forward to the Super Bowl. But the Super Bowl seems so irrelevant now. It's, it's so irrelevant because this boy is laying on the field. That's what he said. Y'all, I just translated for y'all what this boy boy said because I speak white boy. I speak white person. I'm glad somebody on the show do. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's y'all what he to, y'all need to like, subscribe, and follow. <laughs> <laughs> somebody gotta translate uh Aborigine. Yes. That's not Aborigine, that's white boy. That's white person. I I, I know. I'm just... They not the Aborigines of this land. Okay. <laughs> That's a history show for another time. Okay. So, so because he because he made it seem like he was only worried about he the words the way he worded them made it seem like he was only concerned about Super Bowl, but he wasn't. He was actually saying that the Super Bowl is irrelevant right now. Yeah, like I say, when when stuff like when stuff like that happens, uh, immediately commentators, uh, journalists take to the floor and start saying stuff, and sometimes they don't proofread what they say before they put it out. My thing is, your first concern as a human being—I don't care what he was saying at the end of that tweet—your first concern should be toward the person who has an injury or that is laying on the field for whatever reason. That should yeah. that should be that's the problem. That's the problem with human beings now. You see somebody out there in the street fighting instead of trying to help and break something up, the first thing you do is pick up your camera phone and start recording it and then put it on Facebook or put it on Instagram or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's I mean 
the the nature of people right now sucks. You know what I'm saying? You ain't thinking it because if that would have been you, you wouldn't want nobody to be thinking about no NFL or no Super Bowl. You want somebody to be concerned with the person that's laying down on the ground, on the ground, especially if it's you. You know, you got people walk down, walk down the street and then just fall out and ain't nobody even trying to help them, just walking over them. So I don't, I don't, as a, as a journalist, as a commentator, I think it's certain things you should make sure you just, you word properly to the best of your ability before you have your, um, Johnson's in a sling, for lack of a better word. I just, that's just what it is. I don't know. But regardless about all that, man, I know I seen one of the interviews with Shannon Sharp and he was tired of him, tired of him a new one. Yeah. So, so, okay. So when they, he, he said it was a misunderstanding and he's Bayless. He said, it's always, is more. it's always a misunderstanding when you finna lose your job. <laughs> like, it's like when people I, start calling for your job. But it is a misunderstanding because I I heard it. Well, you speak white folk. You speak whitey. Everybody don't speak that. He said, nothing is more important than that young man's health. That was the point of my last tweet. I'm sorry if that was misunderstood, but his health is all that matters. That's a PR person telling him to go and deduct your last statement. <laughs> like being, being in music, you know how that stuff works. When you say something just off the fly and off the flip, it's just like being a president. You say something that ain't on the teleprompter and you just react to what's being said because tensions is high. PR person gonna come in and say you need to deduct this statement. That's just the way the game go. Somebody probably sent him uh, from his company, told him, hey, man, you need to rephrase that and, and tell them this is what I meant. So the NFL postponed the game, postponed the game, which means yeah. they got to play the game again. As, as well as they should have. Because both of, both of the teams, coaches and everything, both of the team, both sides was like, no, let's postpone it. We're not going to play. That's it. We're not playing. And then they showed the solidarity on, you know, all the people on the field. They was all huddled together on bending knee. You know, so the teams are like, no, stop. That's it. We, we. And which that shows the, the ability that the league has compared to the owners. Because for them guys to say, hey, you know, uh, we ain't going to play. The NFL could have said, no, if you don't play, we're going to dock your pay. You know, they could have said that. You know what I'm saying? But for the for them to huddle up and know, you know, respond to the accident and the team itself and the coaches saying we ain't playing, 
that shows how much of a movement you know that you have in the NFL with that with that brothers that brotherhood that camaraderie and I'm just amazed that you know like I get it some people were religious whatever but it was a show a whole lot of people won't bend the knee they ain't had no problem with it like they had a problem with Colin Kaepernick not bending not standing for the national anthem or the whatever song that is yeah <sighs> Mm -hmm. I'm just glad the boy doing better. Yeah. Prayer, so now that's supposed to be out to, his, to him and his family. I'm because I know you gotta that gotta be hard. And then uh, one of the things I read, his mother was in the stand when he was playing that game. Yeah, I'm twenty three years old. Yeah, because I think I'm twenty four. Twenty four. I think he had just got signed to a major contract with them. <sighs> Don't quote me on that, but that's what I think just recently happened not too long ago. He had got a big contract to play for them. Well, now people worried about them. Now people are talking about, is this the end of Skip Bayless? I don't think so. Yeah, listen, it might be at the end of him at that particular network, but somebody else will pick him up. That's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. And he's talking about now just like um, severing his tie with Shannon Sharp. Because, uh, well, he, but, he was the one that jumped on. He was, Shannon was trying to talk and get his point across, but Skip wouldn't let him say nothing. Well, he said he wasn't expecting to talk about it on the show. Why wouldn't it? It just happened. That's what you do when you're a commentator. Why? Why? As soon as we hear something about a news news feed, insane rhetoric is on it, trying to figure out what's going on. These dudes are millionaires and top commentators. Something like that, you watching the games. They all watching the games. They ex-football players. They watching the games, and now they commentating on the game. Why wouldn't you talk about that? For him to even think like that would, is, is stupid. Now, I said it. That's stupid. Because soon as something happens like that in any league, they putting those films up, those, those clips, and they're talking about it right then. So why would Skip think that Shannon Sharp would not talk about that? So, Charles Barkley. <laughs> oh Lord, Chucky! <laughs> you know Chucky. he always he he got a thing against Shannon Sharp anyway. So he, he's his newest his newest mock against um, Shannon Sharp is this. He called him Bert and Ernie. Shannon Sharp. Mm -hmm. He. he mm -hmm. He called him Burden and Skip Bayless. He, he called him Burden Ernie. Okay. So he said, this is the quote, y'all. This okay, this what this is what he he said to Shaquille O'Neal. I'm sick of you, man. I'm sick of you. <laughs> he was joking mm. about the two of them. And he said this to Shaquille O'Neal on the uh inside the NBA on mm -hmm. TNT, inside mm -hmm. the NBA. Mm -hmm. And so he's he's laughing while he's saying it. I'm sick of you, man. I'm sick of you. <laughs> you interrupted Ernie. 
already. <laughs> Your yeah, first yeah. show of the year, you already interrupted him. Can he finish his monologue? Because mm -hmm. yeah. it was in the middle of the monologue that they started arguing with each other. Right. Right. On their show. Right. Like, and then, like, dude, Shannon Sharp ain't going to be hurt if you leave. I can tell you that now. His money ain't going to depreciate if you leave. <laughs> Matter of fact, Skippy, Shannon Sharp got more recognition than you do. So I mean, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna hurt him at all. And then Charles, Charles kills me because Charles, it ain't a lot you can say. You ain't got no championships in nothing. <sighs> you you got the recognition of being one of the aggressive people yeah. in basketball. Okay. So was Dennis Rodman. <sighs> but Dennis at least got a couple of rings. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so, the man didn't mean what y'all think he meant. I'm just saying. Well, he, he should have said it. That is, it, we we can't we can't we can't run that by just like it's nothing. Just like when old Orange her say something and then oh he didn't mean it like that. Well, that's how it came off. So that's what they gonna run with. So, bye, Skippy. <laughs> Learn to phrase your words properly. See, I can I can say what I want on this show because it's my show. And I'm not backed by no sponsor. And I ain't scared of none, none of y'all. So, like, I mean, I'm going to say whatever I want to say. Now, you cannot like it. You can also tell me you shouldn't say that. Like the word retarded. Oh, that's that's not politically correct, but... I said it, so if I ain't pointed directly to you and it's just a blanketed statement, you know, some people just retarded. If you put your feet in them shoes, then that's what you got. Then I guess you're retarded. So, you, you're talking about me being retarded. Well, you just put your feet there. <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay. Shan, this is what Shannon Sharp was trying to say in his monologue. So we don't know where he was going with it because Skip wouldn't let him talk. Right on, Skipper wouldn't let him talk. He was commanding he said, Skip. So here's the quote. He said, I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. Skip tweeted something, and although I disagreed with the tweet, and hopefully Skip would take it down, but I wanted he got only got there. He didn't get to say. See, he was probably going where I was going, but he didn't get to. He didn't get to say what he was gonna say because Skip Bayless jumped in and said, "I'm not going to take it down because I stand by what I tweeted." Like, like all righteous white people do, they want to take control of the ship, and it could be something that's beneficial in somebody else saying something. So because you didn't know how to shut up and listen to the brother on the show, you got into it and now you your feelings hurt. Now you want to sever ties. Bye. So then Shannon Sharp <laughs> tried to bring it back to 
the uh, Mr. Hamlin. Okay. And but look, Bayless kept talking. Like Whitey. And I didn't think you were going to bring up this topic. Why wouldn't he bring it up? So they go on and on and on for about a minute. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Listen, if Christopher Columbus was listening to the black navigator on the ship, they would have landed up where they needed to be ahead of time. Because old Chris was going the wrong way. History lesson from insane rhetoric. I'm just saying. Listen to the people and you find out what's going on and then you make your assertion then. But you think you know it all all the time. Can't nobody tell you nothing. Then you get burned. He just got burned. So Shannon Sharp say, I apologize for what for what we're going to set out to do here today. It offends if it offends anyone because we're going to try to do a show pretty much as usual. I'll admit up front that I'm still in shock upon what happened with DeMar Hamlin. In fact, I'm still wrecked. In fact, I'm not sure if I'm capable of doing this show today. Because Shannon Sharp missed the show the, ne the next day like mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. I mean, but like I said, these guys are football players, so they know what that's like. <sighs> I mean, they know what that's like to have to deal with injuries and see people take nasty hits. I remember, I remember when football was not that safe. You be a wide receiver and go across the middle and one of them defenders hit you with that suicide run. So I got a question. <laughs> I got a question. What up? Is Skip Bayless? Is Skip Bayless? An NFL Hall of Fame person like Shannon Sharp? Oh, no, no, we have to look that up. We would have to look that up. Did Skip, Pay did Skip Bayless play ball? I think he did. Most of them dudes did. I, I'm asking because y'all know I don't know. If y'all know the answer, could y'all like um put it in the comments or like could y'all let me know? Cause I'm seriously asking because I didn't know. Like I just thought he was a person who knew the game well and so therefore he comments on the game. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's that's what I'm trying to. Uh, he's a journalist, right? Like that's all yeah. he's ever been is a journalist. I think he's just a journalist. I don't think he ever played. I mean, other than maybe in you know little league or or high school or something. Like he's not like Shannon Sharp, right? No, no, no. Okay. But y'all listen, Let, let's just get this straight right here. Y'all, okay, y'all know I said on the fam. Okay, listen. So he's a journalist. 
He was he was born and raised in Oklahoma. That should tell you a lot right there. Oh, it does. If you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, y'all. Oklahoma. The man is born in Oklahoma. Okay. So, so y'all. Let's let let's just get that straight right there. No, he's always been a commentator. He never played football. He's been, always been an analyst. So he's someone who studied the game, knows the game well, mm -hmm. but never played. But he's never actually played. Now, I'm not saying that a person who's never done something can't understand it. But what I'm, I don't think that he's going to have the same, it's going to have the same, quite the same emotional impact. No, it won't. As someone who has actually played the game. So, so this show that they have probably works because they both understand the game and they both come from the opposite sides of the game. Um, I think maybe Skip should put on some pads and go down after the Buffalo Bills and see how well he can do. Then you come back with a better appreciation of why people have that outlook. I I don't believe that you should talk about something that you don't have no experience in. Just because you studied something doesn't mean that you you have real life world experience in it. A lot of people study quantum physics and just because they like to read it, but they don't really know how the application works. <sighs> okay. Well, Skip Bayless, you over there at ESPN. Y'all, if y'all go back and look, you'll see what we think about ESPN because <laughs> we have like several shows about ESPN. I don't think I need to say that anymore. You just need to go to the archives of Insane Rhetoric and look at some of the, the clips on ESPN. They are not the network to work for. I mean, I'm the boys fighting for his life. We need to be concerned about that. That that's all we that that's all we need to be. Listen, right. I don't understand the world today that we have to go on and on and on about a whole bunch of superfluous information, and we never really look at what's really the problem yeah. the orange hair okay sorry <laughs> i had some in my throat the orange hair okay so hey like subscribe and follow man look <laughs> y'all the man this fight for his life he just had a tube removed breathing tube removed from him it, he can we just think about this young man, 24 years old, had a heart attack on the field while in the middle of his job? He had a heart attack on the job. At 24. Can we just talk about him? I think I think so. Yeah, I, I'm ready to move on past this because old Skipper is getting me upset. I don't want to be bothered. I got to keep my blood pressure regulated. Okay, so... <laughs> We're going to hop on over to Nairobi, Kenya. Oh, Lord. You can go from one extreme to the next. 
Yeah. They, ain't, they, ain't they dealing with the Cuban Missile Crisis? Ain't they somebody talking about blowing up Haitians and <laughs> Cubans? <laughs> Listen, y'all, they found and Nigerians are like, what's going what's going on? Okay, y'all, they found a LG a LGBTQ activist. He's in Kenya. He's from Kenya. The LGBTQ activist is from Kenya. He's Kenyan. How many times more I need to say that? Okay, they found him in a metal box. Dead. Well, I'm sure he wasn't alive in a metal box. His body was found stuffed in a metal box. Uh, he was found on the side of the road. I guess they got the LGBTQ community over in Kenya. So a motorcycle taxi operator reported seeing the box being dumped by a vehicle with no license plate. Hmm. There was apparently a nearby roadblock and that, maybe that's why it was dumped, because they didn't want them to search them during the roadblock. I don't know. I'm I'm using my imagination here, y'all. But yeah. a, a motorcycle taxi operator reported seeing it being dumped to the police who were nearby doing a roadblock. Well, this is this this is my thing. You know, I don't I don't joke around when it comes to anybody's loss of life. I think that is a sad and horrific event that it ever could happen, especially if you're young and it's cut short. Um, but there are several countries that frown on uh, what's the word? I need you to be politically correct right here. What's, what's the word that people go by uh, when you talk about homosexuality or whatever the case may be? whatever persuasion you want to lean to. Like you can go to Russia and we know a lot about Russia since Brittany been over there for a while. You can go to Russia and you can actually be in prison for being a homosexual. Uh, I think in some parts of China, it's the same thing because they don't want you to do that at all. So you look at the countries that surround the United States and around the United surround the United States and around the world, you know, everybody don't have that type of liberty that the United States have in being of other persuasions. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, tribes do actually kill people because they go another way. So I mean everybody don't see that the, as being right so the young man's name is edwin chilboa uh, i'm sorry chiloba. chiloba edwin chiloba that's whose body was found in the metal box decomposing so 
Yeah, that happens immediately to death. Yeah. Yeah, then decompose and don't wait. Mm -hmm. Is this somebody? He was wearing women's clothes. Okay. Let's see. He was taken to the hospital so that they could establish the cause of death. Well, they had to shoot him or stab him because he wasn't going to voluntarily get in no box. Yeah. They have arrested one person because some neighbors saw him and two other persons move a metal box from Chaloba's house. Mm -hmm. So once it was identified that this decomposing body was in a metal box and that it was Chaloba's, the Chaloba's neighbor said, oh, we saw this happen. So wow. they arrested one person of the three. Wow. His name is Jack Tone Odie Ambo. He's a photographer based out of Nairobi. He was probably gay too. He spent New Year's Day with Chaloba. Told you. Told you. They heard some kind of, the neighbors heard some kind of commotion. They heard crying. And then he hadn't been seen again by his neighbors after that night. So the photographer whacked him. Case solved. There was a foul smell coming from the house. Sure it was. And the suspect told them that it was from a dead rat. You know, I can't believe that, you know, because like, you ever been around people who has died in in a humane way the smell of death from a human corpse to a rodent is extremely different like it's just it ain't the same so i don't know no it ain't the same so it He's he's been attacked, Mr. Chilo, Edwin Chaloba. He he's been attacked before for his activism. So well, I mean, what what Martin Luther King say? Martin Luther King say, if you ain't ready to die for your cause, you ain't never ready to quite live. So, so. Amnesty International, uh, they have. Uh, launched a, a full independent investigation because they want to make sure they want to see if it's about his homosexuality or you know what it was so they've launched their own investigation but what, what, what else is it about if he didn't have no history in in drugs or street trafficking or whatever and then you being outspoken about about what you believe and how you are whatever and then being that you're black doing it we have a history like i say i i don't know how much more i can say about this 
But anytime that you are black and you're outspoken, they want to get rid of you. You know who they is. Even if you're white and you're speaking about black issues to try to change the narrative of black people, they get rid of you. Prime example, JFK. <laughs> Their family has had horrific tragedies for a long time. And Bobby and JF wanted to actually help the people in some sense. You know what I'm saying? So then you had freaking Martin. Then you had Malcolm. Then you had Huey. Come on, man. Like I say, anytime it comes about speaking out and standing up for what you believe, if they don't like it, they have a problem with you. So you can put your feet in whoever they shoes you want to put them in. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They have activists from across the globe, you know, calling upon President William Ruto to, quote, ensure the protection and promotion of human rights of sexual and gender minorities. Edwin, Edwin Chiloba was a fashion designer. That's why he was hanging with the photographer. That's why I say we already know who did that. You're a fashion designer. That's that's the way they some of them move. I have never seen a straight fashion designer, male fashion designer on TV because I don't know nothing. Uh, I have. Uh, that's not to say that there aren't any. Y'all, I didn't that, say that's not I what he. I, that's I, not. I, let's just make it clear. That's not what I he didn't said. say that they were not. <laughs> I just said I have never seen a straight one i have never seen a straight one well like you said kenya is not a place where same-sex marriages go it's, it's illegal right that, that and that's what i'm saying like i say just because you over there in that country don't mean that you have the same liberties as people in the united states and their president has said that rights between them is a non-issue. Like we we're not talking about that. It's a non-issue. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't have same-sex relationships. I mean, and there's a lot of countries that's like that. Yeah, I know China is I, one of them because China when, China China don't only want you. China only wants you to have one daughter, and then if you don't, if they didn't change their rules. They want you to have one daughter. If you have any more daughters other than that, they start to execute them. They want a male-driven society. And China was like that for a long time. It was illegal for you to have more than one daughter. Like, you can, you can fix that. That almost sounds like Adolf Hitler. We want a perfect race. Yeah, I, I want a perfect race. Do DNA don't let you do that, Dana? You can't predict Dana. <laughs> so China has a three children policy. Mm -hmm. They have a three. I had to go talk about it because one of y'all gonna be on. I had to go find it because one of y'all gonna be on the real top page, and I'm gonna have to tell you to shut up. Like, subscribe, and follow. So this is their family planning policy because we've known for years that they've been overpopulated. Yeah. Okay. 
So beginning in 79, 1979, China implemented the one child policy, which stipulated that a couple could only have one child resulting in the declining population. And okay, so they were trying to like govern the population of people. Okay. So then it's a three child, it's a three child policy now. Okay. Cause as of 2020, they're finally down to 12 million. Down to 12 million. <laughs> that is that's awesome. that's the births. I'm sorry. I didn't make that clear. 12 million births. Oh. Okay. That's the lowest it's ever been since 1960. So they've been fighting this thing with population. 12 million births per year is what they're down to now. It's a lot of people in China. That's the main list. Is <laughs> There's a lot of people over there, boy. <laughs> so in 2021, they adopted the policy three children. Mm -hmm. So what happens if a family has four? Somebody gonna come up missing? Yeah. I don't know. You gotta realize China is a communist country. So, I mean, somebody gonna go missing. There's too many mouths to feed around her, Wu Tong. <laughs> Let's go. I'm not trying to be funny. It's just hilarious. Like when you have the when you have the ability to have many children as you want in the United States, you have a government in another country that dictates to your family to tell you, hey, you can only have this many kids. India ain't like that. That's another overpopulated country. Everybody had kids over in India. There ain't, ain't no rule with that. You know, like it's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay, so they can now have fam. They can now have as many children as they like without facing any fines. So, answer to your question: You have extra children. You have fines. You have extra children, and you have fines. Yeah, you get fined. So every kid that you have after three. You started that was the old policy. That was the old policy. They now they can now have as many children as they would like without any fines or oh, consequences. Oh, or consequences. Okay, okay. I was like, what? So now I gotta pay a fine like back taxes on a kid that I had after three. Oof. Yeah. Oof. I'm like, this is rough. Mm -hmm. What else we got, Carlos? That, that kid, that kid thing, that's exhausting. Yeah, that's 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 too much. Well, so this one is just sad to me, but sad. Yeah. So, um, 
there's a group from the United States called the Whispers. Yeah, I remember them. Well, Gordy Harmon, one of the founding members, he's 79, he died in Los Angeles. Wow. When was that? This week? Like, yeah. Wow. What was one of their platinum songs that they sung? I know, I know there was a lot of them. They they was movers and shakers like the Temptations. That was the 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 Whisperers, the Temptations, and uh what what is that the other group, the Platters? Like that was like some of them three groups that was coming out of uh Motown that was doing some of everything. You yeah. Know, you remember some of the Whisper songs? He left, he left the group after he had an injury in 1973 to his larynx. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know how important that larynx is to speak. They were in Watts. Most of them uh, lived in Watts. Um, in the Jordan Downs housing project. For those who don't know, Watts was in where? California. Wallace and Walter Scott joined with Mr. Harmon, uh, Marcus Hudson, and Nicholas Caldwell, and they formed the band. That's when you had to have talent. You ain't got to have talent to make it in the industry now. So all you need is a good music hook, good melody, and some words that can't nobody understand, and a nice beat. You had to have talent to do that. Most of them guys back there, man, was crazy talented. You know, that's the era that Michael Jackson came up in, and that's why he was so phenomenal. You know, he got a chance to be with, uh, what is your boy name, Barry Gordy and freaking, um, what is the great producer name? Oh, my God, what is his name? You know his name? Smokey Robinson. No, I said producer, not song. Oh. Um, what's the old guy name you used to play trumpet back in the day with Ray? Quincy Jones. Yeah, thank you. Q. <laughs> so, you know, he came up under that era with people. So that's why Michael Jackson was so phenomenal. Michael Jackson was just that guy that he was a prodigy genius, you know, early. So, I mean, but yeah. So Cause I mean, like I say, them them good them guys, man, like Stanley Clark on bass, man, Stanley and Jabbo playing drums for like a freaking uh JB, man, them cats was the deal, and it always had a bad horn section behind them. Them cats was the deal. You had to have talent. Now that's all you gotta do is push a button. Push a button. Push, push a button. Oh. Like, subscribe, and follow. Yeah. Follow, 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 follow the yellow brick road. So they got that name from someone that um, had a small record label and said that they should be called the Whispers because of their soft singing tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't loud in a lot of stuff. They they were just the boys had harmony. Oh my God. They had some harmony. 
It is what it is. So, okay. So they they were invited by Sly Stone, Sylvester Stone. Sly Stone. Oh, Sly and the Family Stone? Yeah, Sly and the Family Stone. Okay. Sylvester like, Stone. You stole me off with, with Sylvester. And I'm thinking. Yeah, well, that's his name. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Sylvester Stallone when you oh. put it together like that. And I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, Sly and the Family Stones. Got Sly and the Family Stones. Sly Stone. Yeah, I got Invited it. them to the Bay Area in 1966 to sing, and then they just ended up relocating their group over there. But they came out of they came out of Wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where is is so, Wes McCauley, is, is McCauley still alive? Larry Graham, Graham Central Station, one of the baddest bass players around. Yeah. Is he, is he still alive? I don't know. Y'all probably know and the beat goes on. Yep. That's the whispers from the 70s, 80s. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. I heard all these tunes later. I didn't come around. It's anymore. a love thing. Rock steady. Rock steady, yep. Hard bass line. Yeah. Well, he's dead, y'all, in 79. Wow. That's a long life, though, man. You know what I'm saying? That's a long life. And he accomplished accomplished a lot, because you're thinking about the time that he came up in and then being born in Watts. The, the Watts riot? Oh, oh, oh my God! Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. He, he accomplished a lot. That's so yes, Larry Graham is still alive. He's okay. going to Beaumont, Texas, y'all. Nesting here in the Houston area, like right outside of Houston, a city that's outside of Houston. I didn't know he was born in Beaumont, but I knew he's from somewhere in Texas. Now you yeah. talking about a you talking about a songwriter, producer, and a bass player. Well, he was with Sly and the Family Stone. Man. Larry Graham. He was with yeah. Sly and the Family Stone. Yeah, I remember. Before he went to Graham Central Station. Before he saw the Graham Central Station. Because didn't Boosie come through there too? I think Sly probably had a whole bunch of people come through him. But I'm just saying, but Boosie, I think he went through uh, Sly too, through, through the Family Stones. Because Boosie was around that time. And that, like I said, another wicked bass player. Graham Central Station. Then, dude, I remember when when Larry Graham had a a, a Asian drummer, and he called him the Wicker on his album. When I tell you this boy could play, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. So that whole, that whole album, when he the one he did with One in a Million, Graham Central Station, One in a Million, when he made that song, super famous. That whole album was just one. Yeah. In a million. Yep. Chance. I can't say y'all. Of a lifetime. lifetime. And life show compassion. (laughs) (laughs) You feel that. (sighs) Man, some of the greats are just like gone, man. It's just crazy, man. Like, I still be reflecting on Luther. A chair is still a chair. Even when there's no one sitting there, but a house is not a home. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. 
when we get married. I remember when we get married, Larry Graham. I mean, when we get married. Okay. When we get married. Okay, I'm sorry. Man, them cats was clowning, man. They was doing their thing. But anyway, y'all. Y'all like, subscribe, follow. We get ready to go. Yeah, we got to get out of here. You finna take us out? Yeah, take we got Y'all, listen, y'all need to like, subscribe, follow. Apparently, we, y'all, I don't know. People just coming up. They just talking about us on the internet. I, we came up, we saw some stuff. We saw some stuff yesterday. Me and, me and Fire saw some stuff yesterday. We was like, wow. Right. Like, hey. so, listen, y'all like, subscribe, follow, and go listen to some of our episodes. And we want y'all to have a good new year. I'm still saying happy new year. I'm somebody excited. Said, somebody <laughs> said happy new year to me, and I just really wanted to stomp on their face. Okay. I didn't like the person. I didn't think that they had the right to talk to me. Um, <laughs> so it's like, I'm well, really, y'all can say Happy New Year to me. You can say my, you can say Happy New Year to me also, but this particular person I don't like, and they really don't like me. So it's like, why would you even say anything to me? Maybe they're trying to start over with the new year. I don't need you to start over. When you turn your drawers, I'll leave you alone. I'll be trying to be a good, upstanding, forgiving person. Okay, I'm kind of like that too, but there's just one person. There's one person in particular that I'm going to find it very hard not to respond to if they if they say so. They probably know they shouldn't say anything, which would be a good thing. Is your response going to be negative if they try to respond? Or is it going to be uh, of, of maybe trying to do better? How is your response going to be? You know I'm always going to try to have a good response. I mean, okay. I'm just saying because you might have changed the dynamic in 2023. Well, I'm... So I have changed. So there's this one person that I've been knowing a long time. And we had a conversation this week and I finally let that person know some things. And they said, well, I didn't didn't feel like our relationship was like that. And I said, but it is. And then they said, well, I don't really know what to say to you. How about bye? Bye is a good place to start. And then they said, but we've been friends for a long time. We'll get over this. I said, well, we probably will. But there's another person. (laughs) I'm just going to tell y'all, they my kryptonite. (laughs) I'll be going off that kryptonite, straight up on that kryptonite. they my kryptonite, so I don't know what's gonna happen if they decide they go say something. But sure. I'm probably gonna still be, because I, I, I'm I'm wor- I'm working on that. I'm working on being calm and chill, like, but not letting you say yeah, whatever you want to say. I don't believe in it. 
I believe when people get out of pocket with you and they know how your demeanor is and they keep pushing you, I believe that you should blow up on people sometime. And then it puts in perspective how they should come to you next time, or it does one of two things. It puts it in perspective of how they should come to you, or that it puts them in perspective of they should leave you alone. In any case, you win. So I'm like, like, if you know me and you know that I'm a laid back person and I can pretty much deal with anything and anybody, but you keep pushing one thing just to try to see what I'm going to do. Eventually, I'm just going to go ahead and blow up on you. And then I'm going to just go ahead and let you have it so you can you can know not to play with me. Like, I, I, I'm a firm believer in sometimes you got to put your foot on a person's neck for them to respect who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, in the old days of slavery, a lot of black people couldn't do that because the 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 laws wouldn't for them. But like now, I wish a person would try to talk to me sideways and all the stuff that I know being my age. I wish they would. Cause I just push the pen on you and have you jammed up on paper without touching you, and you'd be wondering why you're going through all this. So, I mean, like, I, I don't think they're going to come. I don't think they're going to come back. What's your famous quote? What's your famous quote? My famous quote is, is it better to be feared or better to be loved? We can't have both. No. Oh. Just saying, which one are you gonna be? Which one? Which, which box you gonna fall in? I'm gonna tell you like this. I'd rather be feared. Well, I don't think they're gonna come back. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just identifying that you're optimistic. No, you're not no, optimistic no. about of them not coming back. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're gonna come back. I'm just saying that every time they come back, it's like kryptonite for me. So I'm working on that part. Yeah. You need something stronger that's stronger than kryptonite. Like mm-hmm. cryptocurrency. I got the money, so you don't have he to been, have he been and they he's he they 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 looking into him. We don't need to run cryptocurrency, we don't need. Mm-mm. Man, they're looking at everybody. That ain't, that ain't anyway, y'all, like, subscribe, follow. You can hit us up and on our um, Facebook uh, Facebook page, on our uh, web page. Go to our Real Talk page. Go to our Facebook page. Leave us comments. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm probably gonna say shut up and. If you're talking about doing something illegal, I'm probably going to report you. Just saying. Ain't no probably. That, that's a fact. You ain't got to look for no probably in there. She's going to report you. 
I'm not because we 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 just talk about the craziness and how we feel about the craziness, but we're not gonna try to do no craziness. I'm, I'm just I never okay. show man. Okay, so go over to our real talk page, listen to our podcast on pretty much every podcast plat- platform, not just on YouTube. We're pretty much everywhere. We are everywhere. And um yeah, I don't what we love you, Germany. We don't know right. why y'all love us so much, but hey, we ain't okay. Thanks, Germany. <laughs> I'm not sure why y'all like us so much, but okay. But great. anyway, uh well I y'all remember as always to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric. And rhetoric. we will see you next time. He'll lie on the YouTube channel. Just saying. Like, subscribe, and follow. Pick us Tune up. Tune in. Tune in. Because we, we're about to go into season three, y'all. Oh, yeah. That, that's true. Man, we're about to I'm... go into season three. We already planning some stuff. So. How long we been doing this now? Good little minute. Yeah. Good little good. minute. It's all good. Don't discard small beginnings. All right, y'all. We're so happy you joined us for Rebroadcast Monday. Come back and join us on Rewind Wednesday. But until then, just remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric, baby.